If he is able to diminish his occupation in his business, then he should diminish as the halacha is of anyone in mourning. But if not, be not going to be able to find it. The merchandise cheap in another place. So then he can do the business, he can turn it, roll with them, with his friends, with their merchandise, because that's considered a it's something that gets lost. However, he should not do the business all by himself. From what point do they bend, do the mourners bend their beds? From the time that the Mace leaves the entrance of the house to be buried. That's the opinion. When the goyle, the cover for the for the um, for the orin, for the coffin of the mace is going to be covered. There was a story that when Rabbi Gamliel Hazokin died. As soon as the bed left the entrance of the house, so Rabbi Lazar said to his to the sons of Rabbi Gamliel, "Bend your beds." That is like his opinion that he held that as soon as they leaves the bed, they have to do chrisamita. But at the end, when the coffin was covered with the cover, he told them at that point that they should bend their bed. That is his opinion. So they said to him, We already bent as we went out from the house, based on the instruction of the elderly, which is Rabbi Lazar. We learned in Abraham, when can you stand up the turned over beds on Erev Shabbos from the time of when you say up because it's a mitzvah to add from the weekday on the Kodesh still even though they turned it back straightened it out but yet they will not sit on the bed which is uh, which is stood up until the night time, till it's the time that Shabbos comes in. And when Shabbos comes out, even though it's a case that he only has to sit but one more day in mourning, because he already had six days of mourning, still, he has to go back and bend the bed back. One who bends the bed, is not only his own bed, the mourner's own bed, but rather all beds that you have in your home, you bend. Even if he has ten beds in ten different places and occasionally sleeps in one of the beds, he bends them all. Even if there's five brothers, there's one deceased, all of them bend their beds in the house. If there was a designated bed that was designated to place vessels on it and it's not meant for lying down or sitting down, you don't have to turn it over. 
a dargish needs not to be uh, turned over. The Gemara is going to explain what a dargish is. Hello, zoykvay. But rather, you stand it up and you lean against the wall. Rabshim Gamaliel Aimer, dargish matiris karbitov. That the dargish you untie the straps that connect the uh, the uh, the 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 top of the dargish to the poles that are on the side. When it falls by itself. My dargish. What is this dargish, which is mentioned over here in the Mishnah and Rises? The Gemara says in Rula, Arso de Gado, that's called a bed for good luck, that's laying in the house for a good luck, and you don't use it. And since it's not destined for use, then you don't need to bend it over. So says Rabbe, with regards to King Detnan, it says the mission that when the people kolom, when the people come to visit and be mevarah, the, the king kolom is subin aloritz v'meisav ala dargish. Everybody is sitting on the ground and he sits on the dargish because of his honor. But if the dargish is a bed for mazel, so you don't sit on it. So miikam midid adidna lo yisivna v'hashto meisivna lo. Is there then such a thing that up till the time that he was in mourning, we didn't sit on it? And now, once he goes in the morning, we're going to make him sit on this dargish. The Gemara says, well, what's the problem? My kushim. Rav says, what, uh, what kind of question is this? You know, this is something which is, comes about because of the morning. Just like we find with regards to eating and drinking. Uh, up to now, we didn't feed him. We didn't give him to drink. But Hashta now, when he's a mourner, we are instructed to bring for him the food to bring the Sudasavra to settle down, relax his mind a little bit, to help him out. So that's why it's also fitting that we should sit him on the Dargish to settle him down. But if you do have a problem, this is going to be the question. The time you learned in Abraisa earlier, Dargish and the Abraisa said, that you don't need to bend it, but you stand it up. But if it's a bed for mazla, uh, why doesn't you need to bend it over? It's just like any other bed that is not destined for use. But we learned in the same place, doesn't just bend his bed that he uses, but rather you're going to bend all the beds in the house. So that appears that even a bed which is not destined to be used as a bed, you're still going to have to bend it over. That's not a problem, because the mitis of the, the mazel does not require bending. We learned that if it's a bed which is designated just for a vessel, that does not require, if it's not meant to sit or lying on it, it doesn't require turning it over. You don't have to turn it over. So this what the Rice says that you bend all meters, all beds. It's talking about those beds which you use them, which he uses them as serve them as a for the person, but not for mazel, just like for the kelim. No. So the question of the kasha or kasha, but there's another question. Rice He says he unties the straps and falls by itself. But if we're talking about the arse the gada, this bed that is made for mazel toiv. What kind of a straps does it have? There's always, it's a stationary, you never take it apart. So Dargish cannot be really be a bed of, of Mazel. 
Gemara explains ki also Ravin. When Ravin came from Israel to Babel, Amar Leo Marabonon. So one of the Rabbonon, Rabbi Tachlifer Bar Maravishmei, and Rabbi Tachlifer from the West, from Israel, is his name. So that Rabbi told him the Habishkiyah B'shukadil Gildoyi, and he was uh, a regular in the marketplace of Gildoyi of the uh, people that were uh, made these belts, the different kinds of straps. And he said, my dargish arsa that's a bed made out of leather. Uh, that served uh, princes who used it at the time that they were journeying. That leather would connect uh, the poles through straps and knots so that they can take it apart at the time that they're journeying. And when they would rest, they would set it up and they would sleep it. It's like a portable bed. And when they would travel, they'd untie the knots and the leather would fall down by itself. And the reason why we don't have to bend this back bed is because we worry that it might become ruined from the moisture of the ground if you turn it over. And Rabbi Shem Gamliel says um, that you can just undo the knots and then it'll fall to the ground from its back and it won't ruin it. It manami, we also learned the name of Dargush Seirugoi that the Dargush, the connection to the to the beds of the uh, to the poles of the bed is mitoiches inside, so that inside of the poles there is holes that within them you uh, strap through the, the the straps of the of the leather and mitoseruga algabo and a mitoseruga bed which is connected to the poles of the bed is algabo is you put it on the poles. This is like inside it, and this is over it. The ruling remains as Rav Shimon Gamliel said, that you untie the straps of the dagish and it falls by itself. Um, a bed who, that from the bed, they'll come out to Two poles, one on the front of the bed and one by the legs. And then there is a, an additional pole which runs across. And what they do is, on it you pour over a piece of a cloth which goes over the bed and that becomes like a, a canopy to protect because of the sun or, fl- or flies. So, so that you stand it up on its side and that's sufficient. If the Ovel sleeps on a chair, or or this is a large type of a grinder, or or on the floor, but he didn't bend the bed, you are not fulfilled your obligation. Why? Because you did not fulfill the mitzvah of bending the bed. Which is not the mitzvah is not to 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 to, to sit, on, uh, but uh, that you should sleep on the ground, close to the ground, and no one of these other ways. But the mitzvah is to bend over the bed. That you're allowed to sweep up the floor, and you're allowed to pour some water down to whitewash down in the house of the old mourner, because this is the normal way. This doesn't it's not considered to be any special. Important work because this is done in everybody's home. And you can rinse down the plates, cups, and the small plates. Small plates, 
jugs of water in the house at the morning at the end of the meal. It's not considered to be a joyful activity. That's you know, washing the dishes never been a joyful activity. You don't bring the mugmar. The mugmar is the vessel that has coals in heat and it has levina gives off a good smell. And also the spices, uh, the incense to the house of the mourner, because this is considered to be a joyous uh, way and it's in the way of uh, uh, the greatness. And this is not equal. Not everybody does that, so we don't want to do it in the house of the mourner. But this is not so. You're prohibiting now Mugmar and Bussam in the house of the Havel. But Tony Bakapora, but Bakapora said, We don't make the blessing of the smell for the Mugmar and the Bussam in the house of the Havel. Because uh, that's meant to remove a bad smell. It says only that you don't make a bracha, but you will bring it. The Mugmar says, like the Braise that says that you bring it and you don't make a bracha is talking about when the mace is still there and you are allowed to bring it to remove the bad smell. But the, oh, the Braise that says you don't bring it all is talking about in the house of the comforter so that the mace has already been buried. So there's no permission to bring something for a good smell because it's not so necessary. Do the next Mishnah. That the food that you bring for the oven for the Sudas after the burial, you don't bring it loy betavlo, not with a tray, loy is kutla, not with a large plate, loy bekonim, and not with a wooden like a pipe. These are called they're honorable kinds of vessels, elo besalim, but rather a basket made out of the branches of a willow that has been peeled. So this would be done for everybody, not to embarrass one who doesn't have. Eina emrim birchas avelim. The blessing of the Avelin when they return from the funeral, on Chalamayid, we don't do that. But you still stand in a line and you comfort the mourners. And the mourners uh, exempt the, the many that they are able to go immediately and they don't have to uh, they don't have to make this blessing of you don't place the bed in the uh, large streets so that not to get used to the morning because the people that see are in a lot of pain for the mace and there's going to be too much crying during Chalamayid. And in the bed, a bed of women, uh, in a coffin for the woman, we never put it down, even during the weekday, because of uh, of honor of the deceased because there might be blood over there and this is going to be degrading. So this is the Mishnah, now we'll do the Gemara. In the beginning they would bring to the house of the mourner for the Sudas Avro, Ashirim would bring it, the wealthy people would bring it, the closest of Kesem in baskets of silver of gold, and the poor people would build Misal and Nitzorim, in baskets of branches of a kalufa of peeled willows and and the poor people would be embarrassed and therefore his kinu the chamim instituted that everybody should bring in this basket of peeled willows because of the honor of the poor people they shouldn't be embarrassed with their vessels with their kalim 
In the beginning, they would give to drink in the mourner's house, but the wealthy people with a vessel of white glass, which is very expensive, and poor people in a colored glass, which is a very simple, simpler. And then the poor people would be embarrassed. And therefore, that everybody should give to drink in this colored glass because of the honor of the poor people. Additional, during the funeral, they would reveal the face of the wealthy people to increase the eulogies. And they would cover the face of the poor people. Their faces were all darkened from hunger in the years of hunger. This would be a degradation for the living poor people. And therefore, that all people should be covered, their faces should be covered during, the, during their Leviah. Further takona, but it's shown in the beginning of Yemotim Ashidim Bedargosh that you take out for burial the Mesim, rich one Bedargosh, in that bed made out of leather, Vanim and the poor people. 